As the Nationals improve to 4-7 and seven on the 2023 season, there continues to be one constant with this Nationals team that has been absolutely jarring to think about. We're going to get into that right after this. You are Locked On Nationals, your daily Washington Nationals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And thank you for making Locked On Nationals your first listen every day as we are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Ryan Clary, and I have taken my fandom and passion for this team in the podcast form here with the Locked On Podcast Network, where you get your team every single day. And today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. Skip trip to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Go to HelloFresh.com slash MLB60 and use code MLB60 for 60% off plus free shipping. And guys, as I said, there has been one constant with this Nationals team that has been the most surprising factor of the 2023 season. If you were to tell me just a few years ago, what has this Nationals team been good at in 2023? I would have never guessed that you would tell me Victor Robles is the one leading the charge for the Washington Nationals. Before we get into that, let's talk about last night's game for just a quick minute as we got about a minute on the clock here before we move on to Victor Robles. Last night's win for this Washington Nationals team was incredible. We saw about the bullpen, which I believe was the big picture of this game. Five scoreless frames from a couple pitchers here and there. And then you saw Hunter Harvey strike out Shohei Otani on three pitches. We talk about Hunter Harvey a lot on this show and what I expect of him. I was not expecting a three-pitch strikeout to Shohei Otani. No one should be expecting that either because that is something to where we've talked about the development of this bullpen. Hunter Harvey is at the forefront of that. We are starting to see him come into his own in striking out two of the game's best hitters in baseball with Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. We got to keep an eye out on Hunter Harvey moving forward because he's going to be someone who will be a difference maker for the next couple of years, hopefully, with this bullpen. But let's talk about Victor Robles because, as I said, Victor Robles has been someone that I did not see coming. I never saw a Victor Robles renaissance even to be a potential thing this year. In fact, I I wanted him gone. I wanted him traded, you know, because the value in the past just hasn't been there. But now looking at it, the value surrounding Victor Robles has skyrocketed. Yes, he plays a great defensive center field. But we all know what today's game is about. And it's about what you can do at the plate. And defense comes second to that in most cases for pretty much every single player. But Victor's best season was easily in 2019 coming up at the plate. He played a great center field that year. That was his rookie season. And we all knew what he was going into that year. We knew that this is a guy who was a potential five-tool talent. 
It just wasn't going to click right then and there. But sitting here today as a 25-year-old, wow, has it kind of clicked at some point. The power still isn't there yet, but again, getting on base. One pitch in particular that I saw last night, 0-2 late in the game. There's a big, hefty left-handed hitter, comes with the slider, one of the toughest pitches to take as it ended up in the corner of the, it was just outside the zone there for Victor Robles. But again, a slider coming across the plate, breaking across the plate, Victor Robles laid off that. That's just one pitch, but again, that is something that Victor Robles has never done in his career. We've seen him chase and chase and chase, not this year. What has been the difference so far with Victor Robles? Before we get into the differences of it, we do have to talk about just what he has done so far. Lay the groundwork before we even talk about the huge changes that he has made in his swing. But guys, Victor Robles, this was his numbers back in 2019. Even then, these weren't amazing numbers, but for someone who plays such a good defensive center field, it's okay to have these. And in fact, this means if he were to have these numbers going forward, he is an above average center fielder. And you could even make the case to be a top 10 center fielder in all of baseball. His numbers in 2019, he had a 255 batting average, a 326 on base percentage, a 419 slug that happened to be a 745 on base plus slugging. Listen, those numbers are insane, but they are also just above average numbers at the plate when talking about all the major leagues and looking in center field in particular when you are so valuable defensively for a center field that covers a ton of ground here at nationals park that is of value that alone is but then when you equate what he has done at the plate and what he hasn't done at the plate that is when you start to see him lose that value The bar over the last few years for Victor Robles has been damn low offensively. But now we find him exceeding those expectations by a mile, and you see the impact that he has so far. Through 11 games, he has career-high numbers across the board in batting average, on-base percentage, slugging, OPS+, OPS. His strikeout rate is way down. It's down to 7.3% after having a 24% from 2019 through 2022. He struck out in 24% of his at-bats. Now, so far through 11 games, 7% of his at-bats. It's a small sample size. I understand that. But it's the approach. It's the swing. It's the fundamentals with Victor Robles that we haven't seen in the past. And now we are starting to see that. His walk rate is at 5.9% from 2019 all the way through 2022. You may ask, what is it at now? It's at a whopping 12.2%. He has doubled the amount of walks in just 11 games. Is he going to stay on this pace? I can't tell you that for sure. But at this moment in time, you're starting to see these adjustments be made. And again, it's even different at it. Here's a little deeper look inside the numbers. We've talked about his new swing, and what they want from it. Victor Robles' new swing is supposed to be a little shorter. He's leaving the the hands are a little tad lower than what they were over the last few years. And looking at it and breaking it down in particular, you see what they want to do. This swing is meant to be 
to take that ball into the right center gap and go the other way with it. Well, you're starting to see the numbers come across for that. And again, in a small sample size, it has been wildly effective for this Washington national staff. And again, it's just something to where you talk about it, you see it, and now you're starting to see the numbers come back for it and seeing that this swing adjustment that they did make and that Davey before the season talked about how they want to see him go the other way with it more. You're starting to see all of that come into fruition as, again, this is where Victor Robles has been his worst. His opposite field percentage during that 2019 through 2022 seasons to where he wasn't that great at the plate was at 16.5%. Now it's at 22.3% in 2023. Nothing crazy, but you're starting to see him go the other way with a lot of pitches, like a slider that's down and away. He's poking that out to right center field. And that is what we want to see from him. Because that is something to where these, us as Nationals fans, we have been kind of spoiled watching guys do their thing at the plate. Coming up with Juan Soto, 18 years old. Just comes in and he can splash the ball everywhere. His first at-bat, his first pitch in the majors, he took a home run the opposite way. That's when we knew, okay, this kid's pretty legit. Bryce Harper, same thing with him. He wasn't pulling the ball. He was spraying the ball everywhere. Anthony Rendon, Ryan Zimmerman, all these different guys that have come through this system and who have been impact players, you've seen it hitting the ground, and that's when they go. Not with Victor Robles. It's been more of a process to where the Nationals kind of hinted at him being more of a process and not really clicking as it was for Juan Soto or a Trey Turner. Young guys like that to where you saw an impact almost as soon as they got the call up to the major leagues. But with Victor Robles and what this guy has done so far, it's turned around this Nationals offense. And for the better, obviously. Because now you see sitting at 4-7 and through 11 games, taking two up at Coors Field, taking game one from the Angels, and now you have Shohei Otani on the mound tonight. That's a tough task. But again, Victor Robles has been the one leading the charge of what this seems to be a renaissance season for his career. And it is much needed because Victor Robles, he knows what's coming up. You've got a ton of outfield prospects within this Nationals organization, and they're all hungry and they all want to go. Robert Hassel, at some point, we might see him at this time of the year. Elijah Green, James Wood, Christian Vaccaro, and God knows who what we do with the draft this year. And there are a couple other guys who could be coming up. But the moral of this story is that we have seen the differences between Victor Robles pre-swing change and post-swing change. And right now, it has been steady Eddie for this Nationals lineup. And he has been the best all-around hitter so far for the Nationals in 2023. And that is something to where I am stunned to say. I did not see this coming. Not a single bit. But we'll just have to keep on chugging because the season's not over. We're not even close. It's not even remotely close. We've seen Victor Robles go on tears. Not quite like this. So, there is a lot of hope for what he can do because he did have a solid spring training as well. But now we'll just have to see and monitor this. But as of right now, Victor Robles has been the key offensive turnaround that the Nationals have been so desperately needing 
over the last few years, especially it would have been nice, Victor, if you could have done this two years ago with Trey Turner, Juan Soto, and Josh Bell on that lineup. But I'll take it. I'll take it for now. Next, Shohei Otani tonight on the bump against Josiah Gray and the Washington Nationals. We got to talk about this pitching matchup because this is going to be one of the better ones you will see all year for this Nationals team. Not only is Shohei Otani just a brilliant pitcher, but I'm going to make the case as to why he is the most must-watch TV of this Washington National season, and it's not even close. I'm going to get to that, but before we do that, I got to tell you guys about our new friends over on So Rare. And guys, So Rare is a revolutionary fantasy baseball game and marketing transforming fans into owners with officially licensed digital cards featuring players from across all 30 MLB teams. So Rare recently partnered with MLB All-Stars Juan Soto and Julio Rodriguez to serve as brand ambassadors. Familiar face here in Washington, D.C. Both are featured in So Rare's current brand campaign and will engage with the So Rare community throughout the season at MLB events. And guys, this is what you should do. Check out So Rare right now because here's the thing. It's not a collectible or an NFT. It's your own unique So Rare. And that is what this company is all about. Head to SoRare.com slash locked on. That's spelled S-O-R-A-R-E.com to draft your team of free player cards, set your lineup, and start competing today to win epic rewards. Again, that's SoRare.com slash locked on to start. Just go on it today and get started. And now we get into this epic pitching matchup tonight as the Nationals get set to take on Shohei Otani in the Los Angeles Angels. And here's this. Will Anthony Rendon be back in the lineup tonight? Because that even that, that is something to where we do want to see as Nationals fans. We want to see us going up against Anthony Rendon. Obviously, when he comes back to Nationals Park, that'll be a ton of fun. But we do want to see the guy who helped us win that 2019 World Series, compete against us tonight and see what he can do against Josiah Gray and the former team. But again, Anthony Rendon is totally outshined by Shohei Otani and this pitching performance that is set up for us tonight. Listen, Shohei Otani, in my opinion, is the best pitcher in baseball when he is at his best. This guy is filthy. He is an analytical phenomenon that's what he is you hear all the old people talk about he's not going to be Babe Ruth he's not going to be whatever no 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 he's not Babe Ruth you're right he's Shohei Otani to do it in today's game what Shohei Otani has done is unlike anything we have seen in sports and I mean that 100% you can't look at a basketball team LeBron James or Michael Jordan and say They're as talented in their sport as Shohei Otani is in this sport we call baseball. Shohei Otani is the most talented player on this planet. On this planet. For any sport, anything that you do, Shohei Otani has found a way to be top five, and not only on the offensive side of things, but then the pitching side of things. And if he were to focus solely on one or the other, how good could he be at just one of those things. And I even think his upside 
is a little higher on the mound than what it is at the plate. And oh, by the way, this guy led the league in home runs just a few years ago and won MVP. He's a freak of nature. And not only that, when he is on the mound, this is someone who has five pitches. He throws a fastball 27% of the time, a slider or a sweeper, whatever you want to call it, 37% of the time, a split finger 12% of the time, a cutter that he throws that is nasty only 9% of the time, and a curveball only about 9% of the time. Listen, Josiah Gray, I love to talk about Josiah Gray, but when the Nationals go up against a phenomenon the way that Shohei Otani is, you're going to get some love on Locked On Nationals. I can tell you that this second. Nationals fans, it's a West Coast game. I understand that. But this is the must-watch TV that we're talking about. And again, seeing the young guys go up against Shohei Otani, especially early in the season, I think is an important factor that we won't really be monitoring too much because, let's be honest, Shohei could very easily mow us down tonight. Very easily. J-Mare Candelario, switch hitting. He's going to be batting from the left side of the plate. Kiber Ruiz as well. Luis Garcia, if he's back in the lineup, those are guys who could have some success off him. But I look at someone like a C.J. Abrams, a young hitter to where you see the flaws come out every now and then. I've talked about the step-ups that he has taken so far. But a guy like C.J. Abrams or an Alex Cole or a Lane Thomas, these are guys like tonight, you look at it and you're like, just take the night off, man. Because you guys just don't really have too much against this stuff. But now at the end of the day, we want to see them compete. And that's what we all want to see. But also, looking at Shohei, we have to be realistic about what this team can and can't do against one of the game's best pitchers. And honestly, I look at it and see how Shohei is going to approach this game and what he is going to do against this Nationals lineup, too. Has been pretty hot as of recent. But man, it's just, it's tough to envision what this Nationals team could do against Shohei just because of that five pitch sequence that he's going to be throwing out there that he really just mixes up so well and he's so unpredictable. But even then, when he is predictable, it's tough to hit. That's how good this guy is. So for the people on the East Coast listening, watching Locked On Nationals, tune in tonight to Masson or 106.7 The Fan, however you get the games, Shohei Otani is going to be must-watch, must-watch against this Nationals lineup. But we do have to talk about Josiah Gray and what Josiah could do with this game tonight because he's got a tough matchup against Shohei Otani, Mike Trout, and Hunter Renfro. And Hunter Renfro has kind of been a Nationals killer. So far through that one game, we're going to talk about that. We're going to get some keys of the game with Josiah Gray. But before we do that, I got to tell you guys about my friends over on FanDuel. And guys, Grand Slams, no hitters, and double plays are back. And there's no better place to get in on the MLB action than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. That's that's because right now, new customers can step up to the plate with a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Just go to FanDuel.com, slash locked on, sign up, place your first bet, 
and get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win. Guys, here's the thing. Shohei Otani is out on the mound tonight against the Nationals. Unfortunately, I'm going to take the over on the strikeouts for Shohei Otani. I think he could have his way with the Nationals lineup. But again, you don't need to tell me. That's just my advice. So don't miss your chance to get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. FanDuel, the official partner of Major League Baseball. Now we get into previewing Josiah Gray on the bump for this Washington Nationals team. As we saw it last game against the Colorado Rockies, it finally clicked for Josiah after getting a little roughed up in that first start. But right now he sits at about a 4-9-1 ERA through two games and 11 innings pitch. He's got 10 strikeouts and he's looked relatively solid past that first few innings, giving up back-to-back home runs in game two of the season against Acuna and then Matt Olson. That was an awful, awful way to start this season for Josiah Gray. But again, last week, you saw the slider coming back in play for Josiah. But again, I think the key to this game is establishing his fastball. At some point, Josiah will have to throw his fastballs for strikes. You saw him last week at Coors Field. He was trying to place his fastball a little higher in the zone to where it was a little weird, to be honest, for, especially for someone who gives up a ton of home runs. He was kind of looking for that high swing and miss that you see a lot with Sean Doolittle in his fastball, but it just hasn't really worked that effectively so far with Josiah Gray. So again, I'm going back to the slider today. You've got to establish not only your fastball, But if it's not going to be your fastball, you better be throwing your slider and you better be getting swings and misses. And that is what Josiah has done pretty well so far in 2023. Considering to where you want to see a pitcher establish their fastball, no matter what, really. Because let's be honest, when you're in a 3-1 count, you're probably going to be throwing the fastball, trying to hit one of the corners and really paint one of them. That is what pitchers do in counts like that. That's at least how I like to see them approach it. But I'm no manager, and I'm no player. I'm just a fan sitting here spectating, doing what I have to do. But that's where I want to see Josiah take that step up. You know the slider is going to be working. Use that effectively when you're heading counts. Establish the fastball, and don't miss too high. Because with Josiah, as he tries to get these swing and misses on these fastballs, That's where he kind of messes up in a sense and leaves that middle high fastball. And that's where Mike Trout just drives it over the left field wall. That is what Josiah Gray has to avoid in this game, especially going against a powerful lineup like the way the Angels have this past year. But again, even looking at it, do I think Josiah could have success against this lineup tonight? Absolutely. I think Josiah could do some positive things with this lineup. But again, it's also just a matter of can he establish the pitches that he will need to establish? Here's one little good stat. Brandon Drury tonight, who may or may not be in the lineup for the Angels, is 0 for 6 against Josiah Gray. Other than that, 
not many opportunities for this Angels lineup, you could say, against Josiah Grads. A lot of them haven't really been in the NL East. They haven't really faced them too many times. But again, we're going against Shohei Otani. And not to mention, J-Mayor Candelario has kind of been a little successful against Shohei Otani, being the only really meaningful national to have that bat against him. He's got nine at-bats, and he's batting 222 against him. No homers, no RBIs. But again, I do think Candelario could be the one, if anyone out there, that could hit Shohei Otani tonight on this Nationals lineup. I'm not predicting anything just yet. We got a while until game time. We got a lineup to put out, see who's in the game, see if Luis Garcia is healthy. But I just gave you Josiah Gray's keys to the game. And we're also looking a little deeper in this matchup with Shohei Otani and the Washington Nationals. So thank you guys for making Locked On Nationals your first listen. Now for your second listen, check out Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Win your league by listening to Matt and Dom. Every day as they bring you the best fantasy baseball strategies. Find Locked On Fantasy Baseball wherever you get your pods and on YouTube. It's part of the Locked On Podcast Network where you get your team every single day. And guys, let's watch this game tonight. Shohei Otani is on the mound. This is the most must-watch Nationals game of the year against Shohei Otani. I can't wait. We'll talk about it, and we'll discuss it on tomorrow's Locked On Nationals.